Welcome to a very special edition of Hugh at Home. We are on location at the ledge and it's a very, very important event today. And I've got Katie Holocris here. She is the organizer of Together We Stand. So Katie, Together We Stand, we are standing for something very, very important. Yeah, so today we are, um, we're protesting the overturning of Roe v. Wade in the States and yeah. <laughs> Why is this so important to you personally? Um, so I'm actually an American citizen. Um, I immigrated here with my family when I was six and I still vote in the elections. I still have my citizenship. So I do have that kind of personal tie to it. Uh, my family is all back in the States too. So yeah, and I guess just as a person who is conscious of what's going on in the world, I was very upset when I heard that this was happening and I knew that something had to be done about it so and it's not just for women today too no. we stand together for all of the trans and queer folk as well exactly and I think especially when we talk about reproductive rights it's always focused on women but even cisgender women you know might have issues with their reproductive systems and that's fine too um, abortion is healthcare, and healthcare concerns everyone, not just one gender, so yeah. So my question to you, Katie, is how do we keep this momentum going? Because like we know, for a lot of things, we do tend to become complacent. Um, I think we can all start by, you know, looking at the people that we have in power. Um, I know right now Manitoba is under conservative government and conservatives tend to be pro-life. And I think doing our uh, research about what they believe in and you know how that's going to affect their politics and us is a really good first step and then i think putting pressure on them as well to kind of take into account everyone and not just their own beliefs is a really good step too okay so you know what katie we are so behind you on this i know that we've got rana bakari mayoral candidate coming to speak and i think that we really need to keep this in the front of our minds for sure yeah, for sure. Yes. So thank you so much, Katie. Thank you.
welcome back to Hewitt Home. It's a special edition. We're here at the legislature and it's about Together We Stand. And this is a special occasion because we have Larissa and her family here. So Larissa, having your family here at this event, what does it mean for you to have them? Well, if you have a viewpoint and you have a stand in the world about something especially women's rights equality reproductive justice uh, this is something that isn't just something you bring to work it's something that's a part of you it's part of your family it's part of society so um, with what's happened in the states we've had some you know conversations that were previously taboo a little uncomfortable with our children not just me but other uh, parents I know are having these conversations so it's uh, it's really it's critical to have your children be a part of this and involved and see for themselves to, and to form opinions for themselves yeah wow okay so this is a very very brave I think and I think it's what parents should be doing a lot more I'm gonna go to Eli I take it you're the oldest I am yeah <laughs> how did you know no, you, you just looked, you were the tallest. Okay. okay. So how old are you, Eli? I'm 14. 14. Okay, and so what are some of the conversations that you've had with your mom and some of the information, I guess, that you've learned now to form your own opinions? So with my mom, we've been talking about how in the States um, they've made abortion illegal and um, how that's infringing upon people's human rights because everyone should have the freedom to make choices about their body and really anything and so I think that in my opinion uh, taking away that choice from people that that's not okay and that's part of the reason I'm here today I don't understand fully all the intricacies of like what this signifies like uh, that law in the US but I know that I can stand with my mom and my brother and sister and like know that I'm doing what I believe is right Oh, that's a very, very cool, cool statement. Not too many 14-year-olds could be that articulate. And you are the future, Eli, right? You know, your mom and I were just trying to make things a little bit easier and a little bit better. But somehow, sometimes things get screwed up. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's what people keep saying right now is how did this happen? Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Come down here. We've got Amber here now. He's, she's nice and comfortable. Greer. I know. So you're the middle guy? Yeah. Yeah. I'm also the favorite, obviously. Oh, yeah, obviously, yeah, because you are pretty cute. But how old are you? Uh, I'm 11. All right, 11 years old. This is pretty heavy stuff. What are you uh, kind of thinking about right now? Well, I'm kind of thinking that in the U.S., now that this law has been made illegal, uh, maybe other laws like legal gay marriages will be changed and it's kind of it's going to be hard and it's uh, very different from a lot of the other things my parents have talked to me about and I, they were the first ones to tell me at school they told us nothing like literally nothing what happens when we play outside we become healthier both mentally and physically we become more creative and more focused we connect with nature each other and ourselves Let's Take This Outside, a new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance, and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. Well, 
because I guess, you know, not everybody is as open and honest and a good communicator like your mom and dad. So you guys are pretty lucky. Yeah, I guess we are. <laughs> I, I will say for the school, though, there were some interesting conversations that happened that my children shared with me around um, sexual health. And you will get a talk, sweetheart. <laughs> but I remember uh, they were talking to um, the grade seven eights about, um, you know, your body's going to go through changes. And one of the girls said, you know, how they throw, they give these condoms away for free everywhere. What, how come the birth control and the, no, she, it wasn't the birth control. She says, what, how come feminine products aren't free? And the teacher said, that is an excellent question, and you keep going with that, and you are going to change the world because this is a health issue. Why aren't they free? <laughs> so that was a good conversation they had. All right, so Sage, actually, you're pretty good on those little congas there with the band. Yes. <laughs> All right, so like I said to your brother, he's the future. I think, young lady, you are the future for women. So, in your wisdom, Sage, everything that your mom and dad have talked to you about, what ideas have you come up with this? Hmm. Well, that uh, maybe when I'm older, I will, I will, I will uh, stand up because if these laws do change, then I, uh, more and more people will uh, get mad. But then um, um, uh, people can fix this if they help each other more. Yes, yes. Well, and it was so great to have all of you here. Um, do you know, just being here with your mom, does it make you feel proud too? A little bit like you're making a difference? Well, yeah, because um, I, it, it's um, much uh, better to be like supporting now uh, so that you can change the future. And maybe she will be our next mayor. <laughs> Well, thank you so much to Larissa, Eli, Sage, and Greer, and of course, Amber, but you know, Amber isn't saying too much right now, but I know that she has all of the support here, and just thank you so much. You have a beautiful family. Good, uh, good afternoon, everyone. Uh, my name is Rana Bokhari. I just want to acknowledge we're on Treaty 1 land, home of the Dene, the, the Oji Cree, the Cree, uh, and the Red River Métis. Before we get started, and I just want to acknowledge the, um, the orange flags uh, across from us. Uh, I think it's just important because they're right there and acknowledging that they're there for a reason. You know, there's so many things that are happening and I appreciate everyone who came out today. It's a very important issue and I know that we've been in silos somewhat uh, reeling over this decision um, and really trying to figure out what this means for us. 
um, as Canadians, as Manitobans, as Winnipeggers. I'm actually a mayoral candidate for this election coming up and this is not something that I will ever be silent about. You're never going to hear me just kind of, you know, fall to the wayside when it comes to uh, rights of gender diverse people or women or anyone who has the ability to carry a child or get pregnant at any point. When people are telling you that this cannot happen here, when people tell you that this is not a Canadian issue, it's simply just a U.S. issue, um, I, would I would truly ask yourselves to take a step back and look through Canadian history and how laws have changed, how laws have either opened up or closed up in various other, other matters. Um, we cannot buy into that. We should never believe that, ever. Uh, when people who want things to happen, they will make it happen, you know? And we have to stand in our power and we have to stand in our truth. And we should never, ever be silent about rights. And specifically, abortion rights, women's rights, gender diverse rights, ever, ever. Um, and the problem with this scenario is People will continuously be, tell you that, you know, this is a non-issue. It's not a non-issue for us. You know the people who can say that? The only people who can tell you it's a non-issue are people who are standing in their own privilege. They have the privilege of not having to worry about this. They have the privilege of not having to be concerned about issues like this. It's not real life. We should always be concerned. Our foot should never, ever be off the pedal ever when it comes to our rights. Rights can get eroded, they can, they can close in and they can expand, but we should always be on the side of expansion, always. I wanna just acknowledge everyone who's here today. I, I, I get it, I, I understand. I've been reeling, I don't think there's anyone um, who hasn't at least had a second guess about what's actually happening across the border. I actually, to be honest with you, Five years ago, if someone told me to come to the legislature in a sari, my headdress, and be all decked out, I would be, no, 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 I'm gonna go put on some shorts and some jeans. Um, but I actually feel pretty powerful today. I actually feel very powerful because I am exactly who I need to be. I'm standing in my absolute truth while I'm having this conversation with you all. You know, we don't have to move. We don't have to be anything we're not, ever. Rana Bakari, mayoral candidate, you look stunning. Thank you. And Thank there you is so a much. story on why you're dressed like this. Yeah, it's just my nephew's wedding, so I wanted to come over and uh, quickly say a few words. And I want to acknowledge everyone who came to, um, you know, stand up and, and speak and raise their voices on the decision across the border, uh, Roe v. Wade and abortion rights and human rights and everything that's that's surrounding that decision. So. Well, human rights and people are very important to you. And as this campaign goes on, this is going to become a lot more. So today, Rana, what did it mean for you to be standing here? You know what? I think that we all have to stand in our power. And actually just wearing my, you know, my ethnic or my traditional clothing, I do feel very incredibly powerful. Uh, incredibly powerful because I'm also speaking about, um, you know, women's rights, rights of individuals who can carry children and and human rights. I mean, there there is a point where we have to raise our voices. There will always be, and it's. Um, I, I recognize that people want to believe that this can happen in Canada, but but I would encourage people to look back on various rights that have been eroded uh, in Canadian history. You know, and it doesn't take a lot. It takes bad government. It takes bad leadership, um, and it can happen. 
Um, but I do believe in the power of Canadians and the power of, of people in Winnipeg and Manitoba to always raise their voices. But uh, my advice is always, and, and as mayor is always, we never take our foot off the pedal. It's so, it's so critical. We, it's so critical we never take our foot off the pedal. Uh, we don't trust in people. We don't do that. We have to always stand for our own, for our own rights and, and just not leave it in the hands of those in power or those in privilege who can do whatever they want to do. And she will always have your back. So today we did stand together. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you so much. So always about human rights, always about truth and justice, always about standing in our power, always, always, always people over politics, no matter what. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcasts wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com. Hi, I'm Mercedes Nickel, four-time Winter Olympian and host of Dropping In, a podcast with Mercedes. This is a podcast where I interview a bunch of different people. I get the good, the bad, and the ugly, as well as I share my stories along the way. Now you can drop in at droppingin.com or subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. I'll see you soon. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.